Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is Meditation and Mindfulness with Rabbi Adam Klickfeld. Hello to those who are joining live and those who are joining uh, the, uh, the Temple Beth Am podcast at another time. Uh, we're here to claim some moments of quiet, uh, soulful meditation, uh, a gift to the self. Maybe we could even say a gift to others in our lives, because when we emerge from a meditation every individual time or from being a meditative person, there's some equanimity, some peace that we bring to our other encounters. So this is a gift uh, that keeps on giving when we are willing to invest even a small amount of time in this. One of the amazing things about meditation is that it doesn't take a long time to accomplish a lot. You could meditate for a minute and you will have done something. You will have done something neurobiologically. You'll have done something emotionally. We end up talking about this meditation for a few minutes and then holding it for about 10. The image in my mind right now that I want us to import into the meditation comes from Rashi's well-known commentary on the opening lines of Parshat Ekev. And that is explaining that the reason why the word Ekev appears in the Parsha of Ayai, in Ekev Tishma'un, if you Israelites follow my commandments, the Ekev seems to be if you if you really follow them, if you go after them, why that word Akev? Rashi quotes a Midrash that says that Akev is from the word Akev, which means a heel. If, if, if you even pay attention to those small little mitzvah moments that you would normally trample on with your heel, the things you don't even realize you're walking on, those opportunities, if you pay attention to them, then this covenant has a chance of lasting. I want to export that from the from only the Torah God mitzvah frame, although that has merit too, and import it into any frame in which we are paying insufficient attention to the things underneath our feet. On some level, don't sweat the small stuff is a good way to live. Make sure that you're only focusing on the things that matter. But that doesn't mean don't focus on small acts. That doesn't mean ignore people you might consider erroneously to be small in your life. That doesn't mean walk wherever and however you want and don't worry about whom you're trampling. So somehow there's a relationship between building out a big life, focusing on the grand things that matter, and doing so by means of the small things that we might otherwise walk over without even realizing. So as we go into the meditation, which we'll do now, I want us to isolate those encounters in our life, those moments, and one more general frame, and that is that meditation is simple but hard. It's a simple request of oneself. There are not 15 steps to it. 
it does not take an enormous amount of time to master, like becoming really good at chess. It's a very simple pathway. But it is also very, very hard to do and to hold and to do well. And so I want to invite you to lean into these minutes, not working so much, just jumping into it really as effortlessly as possible, but expecting that achieving what you want to achieve from it is a lifelong journey. With that in mind, I invite you all to close your eyes. Try to experience some gratitude for your eyelids, these thin sheaths that we control both intentionally and without even thinking, which when they cover over our eyes, not for sleep, we are transported into ourselves and really transported anywhere and everywhere. Something is different almost immediately. You might sense a tingle in a body or a heavy tranquility. Resist the urge for this to be slumber. You'll get back to bed at some point today. But have this be a darkened wakefulness. And if you're in a room with lots of light as I'm in, it's not even that dark. There are just not a whole lot of visual cues. I'm actually seeing on the backs of my eyelids great light and brightness. Just nothing specific. If you haven't already, place your hands on your legs face up, which shows an openness to this experience, or face down, which is an embrace of yourself which is a good thing to do. And place your feet, your feet flat on the ground in front of you, feeling all the potential contact points. If you're barefoot, feel the texture of the floor or the carpet underneath you. If you're wearing shoes, or sandals, just be aware of the layers that connect you to the Earth's surface and gravity. It could be a sock and then the sole of a shoe and a carpet and a wood underneath it and a cement foundation and eventually through many layers you are touching Earth itself held by it Pulled down by earth. We don't think of gravity as having will. But can you imagine yourself being beckoned, even hugged by 
the earth's pull. If you haven't yet, attune your mind to your breathing so that it becomes a little slower, a little deeper each time, in through the nose, out through the mouth. With the out-breath being a little bit longer than the in-breath, so that even your breathing is an act of generosity. We thank God for our physical heels of our feet. We take them for granted. Every step is an intricate balance usually with our heels touching the ground first, blocking our fall, transferring weight and balance down our feet, the balls of our feet, and to our toes before we lift it up for the next step. Usually we only pay attention to our heels, to our ekev, when they hurt rather than for the tens of thousands of moments each day. They help us walk through our lives. We bless God in the morning, the God who prepares, who sets in motion the steps of each person. Every one of those steps done with our akiv, with our heel. But because we don't think of that motion every time, both the literal heel and the theoretical conceptual heel, what are we walking over and not realizing? What or whom do we trample As we pound through our days, focused on a destination, rushing, arriving, getting somewhere, achieving, what do we walk over? Not even realizing we have left in our wake. Your akev has power both to move you forward and to trample on important things and important people. So let your mind wander to all of the smalls in your life. The pebbles that your ache of your heel doesn't even react to. But which might deserve more attention this day or this Shabbat or this week. A person you have rendered small in your life because it's convenient, because you think that person has earned it, 
So you brush by or you walk by or you walk on. What does that person deserve from you? Or even if the person doesn't deserve it, what do you owe yourself in terms of not treading on him or her with your akev? Or the moments, the throwaway interactions, the emails and texts that are just perfunctory, miniature, sent without thought, and therefore perhaps sent thoughtlessly. These are little moments in life that we walk on or trample that perhaps could be uplifted, made more sweet, made more real. We're back to the original Midrashic notion in your life of being a Jew, your life of mitzvah, of searching out God, of imagining God searching out for you. What are the small things that are not at that small after all that you pass by, ignore, walk over, pay no attention to? Each one a missed opportunity for sanctity. Each one a missed opportunity to make Judaism more expansive in your life. Be careful with your akiv. Be careful who and what you step on. Some of them need to be raised, be seen and considered as something big, be made into something big by you. This is the Shabbat of Akev, where our awareness is attuned to all that we smush down and which we have the ability to lift up.
when you're ready, you can open your eyes. And I'll share the closing meditation prayer. We'll say it three times together. May we and all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. And may we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering in the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. And may we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. And I say to you all, Shalom and Shabbat Shalom and Namaste. And I hope to see you soon. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.